Speed. You are listening to the sound of freedom. Welcome to Talk Sucker, episode three. Brought to you in part by the letter P. Here, here we might at this point have a theme song, right? Mm-hmm. In theory. Now, is it queer to have a theme song? Is music is music queer? There is music that is queer. But not all music is queer, even though it's like singing. How like how could you not get more queer than just like singing? But music is music isn't just singing. But music is like basically just making any noise, right? Here's the thing. It seems pretty queer. Go ahead. Music is a form of expression and is meant to express ideas. If a person who is queer is using music to express their ideas, then yes, it's queer because of that reason. So a queer person is singing you happy birthday. So that expresses a queer idea based on what you just said. I mean... Now listen, you guys. Listening. This is a not special episode of Talk Sucker. This is just episode three. Here we would have a theme music, but we're not certain if music is queer or not queer. The theme music may be too gay or not gay enough. We are not decided yet. So we, at this point, we may or may not have a theme song. True? Okay. Yes. Okay. And then on today's not special episode of Talk Sucker, we're discussing Leo. I feel pretty. And Israel? Gay face family. Ooh. Also known as Champions. Right? Champions? Yeah, that's the name of Champions, yeah. That's the name of Gay Face Family. Or that is the actual name of the show to which we refer to as Gay Face Family. Should we start with I Feel Pretty, then come back to Gay Face Family? Because clearly the people at home slash in their cars commuting, they hear Gay Face Family, they're hooked. So they'll sit through this I feel pretty nonsense to get to Gay Face Family. Definitely. They're like, oh, what is this like thing that they're calling Gay Face Family? Or like they're like, oh my gosh, that's totally what like, that like I've never heard of this new show. Gay Face Family? What? It must be a mid-season replacement. <laughs> gay Face Family? Oh, I gotta check Gay Face. Gay Face Family, Thursdays. What channel is Gay Face Family on? Probably NBC. Oh, yeah. Just because... I presume it's on NBC because I feel like Mindy Kaling, who created or co-created Gay Face Family, was from The Office, which was on NBC. And I feel like they probably developed a relationship. Isn't that the channel that, uh, you know, I forget the name of her next show. I don't remember it. Yes, Leah? Is it time to transition into I Feel Pretty? Yes, it is time to transition into I Feel Pretty. Now, I Feel Pretty. Let's just start off really, really broad, okay? All right. Your initial reaction to the I Feel Pretty premise. How did you feel about it when you heard of the premise? Like before I watched the movie? Before you watched the movie. When we trailered, when we soaked in that trailer. Mm-hmm. All I remember is like seeing a trailer and like her basically going crazy or like seeing herself as like super different, like physically after she like got knocked out. Um, so I was just like, oh my gosh, it's like this girl that's just like, just feeling herself to the extreme. And I don't know, so. 
It, it was kind of like a take on that whole body swapping genre that happened some decades ago because it always has some wacky accident where you wish to do something. And, and she referred to that in the movie, you know, yeah, yeah, but sure. but this was like with herself, you know, so it's kind of a what would you say that's subverting the dominant paradigm or inverting the dominant paradigm? Leah, I don't know what either of those words mean. Yeah, I don't mm. know what those phrases are exactly. Yeah. Same. It's just something I hold a, I heard a grad student say one time. Okay, so I feel pretty. Leo, mm-hmm. bring us through the movie I Feel Pretty based on the gay characters. Queer characters in I Feel Pretty were limited to this scene where the protagonist is shopping. She sees this man and let a attractive-looking girl cut in front of him. Because she only has one item. Yeah. Which is kind of the shopper's code. If someone comes up with one or two items, if you've got an S-ton and you're at the front of the line, you know, I say don't let them cut beforehand. Like, if if there's another person in front of you still that seems like an old woman with like a million cans of some yeah. weird little thing, don't let them cut in front of you because they're still going to be totally held up. Yeah. But, you know, if you're about to be at the front of the line and someone comes by with one through three items and it's a, a crime of convenience, it's always great to help someone get in and out of the supermarket because sometimes that's great to do. Like if you're at night, if you're pre-gaming or if you're whatever you're doing, it's fun if you could just pop in and pop out. It's a great crime of convenience. Yeah. You are listening to This Is Sound, Sound of Freedom, Part 2, Episode 3. A non-special episode all about I Feel Pretty starring, I want to say Jennifer Tuckerman? (laughs) I just can't remember her name. I I feel pretty? Yeah. What's her name? Jennifer Tuckerman? Like the actual character? Uh, Amy Schumann. Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer, right. I'll, I'll clearly, I'll edit this all out of every episode where I get every actor's name wrong. And I'll just seamlessly put it. I'll be like, nope, next, I feel pretty with Amy Schumer. Did you actually not remember it was her? Uh, who, Jennifer Tuckerman? <laughs> yeah, who's Jennifer Tuckerman? I don't know. I was just like, I feel pretty with Jennifer Tuckerman. It just rolls oh. off the Tuckerman. But let's get back to the issue. Is Tuckerman even a queer issue? <laughs> is Tuckerman yes, a queer issue? Yes, because tucking is a very important part Ooh, of drag. T- Tuckerman, I guess. Mm, the man that tucks all the drag queens. Uh, we, we've we've got to see a tuck up close to see, like, how does this duct tape business work? Where does it go? I, I, think, I think you duct tape your dick to your butt, I think. Is yeah, but like... Her. We just have to be totally shaved, I guess. Oh. Oh, because if you're not totally shaved, well, it's No, hurt. you could have pubes, because then you could tape from base yeah, to tip yeah. and up like a tail, no? And as long as you don't have any butt hair, I guess, you know? Or I guess the duct tape will, like, Brazilian, but what's, like, a ghetto Brazilian mm-hmm. with duct tape oh. called? Is that, that something thing? else? Yeah. Because Brazilian is... I mean, mean, don't actually use duct tape anymore. Oh, the drag queens? Yeah. Oh. Like, oh my god, we should market a duct tape for drag queens called Tuck Tape. Tuck Tape. That probably exists, right? Uh, look on Google. No, there's 18 companies that make Tuck Tape. Like Are a duct tape. Any of them good. A premium Tuck Tape at a premium price point. And we're unapologetic about it. <laughs> okay, I Feel Pretty. 
When we last left off, before our commercial break, Leo was explaining us to the premise of I Feel Pretty, and he was giving us the movie from the queer character's point of view. Should we just take that from the top? Do you want me to just do it real quick? Yeah, go for it. So Jennifer Tuckerman's character is... You know, I had a, a, a film teacher that was very keen on people never referring to... Like, if we were talking about I Feel Pretty, he would flip out if we said Jennifer Tuckerman. He'd be like, it's Jennifer Tuckerman's character... Or the name of the character from the movie, you know, whatever the movie was, you know. He'd be like, it's Travis Bickle, not Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro certainly didn't do any of this. Anyway, so Amy Schumer's character is in line at some sort of uh, place where goods are sold. And there is an older gentleman, not old, but older than her, in line in front of her who lets a attractive young woman who has but one item cut the line. And she bugs out on him because she's like, it's because you're attracted to this woman. And then up walks this guy's super gay partner. The original guy then seems even a million times gayer than that guy when we cut back to him. They probably changed his makeup, gave him lashes or something when they cut away. Oh my gosh. And the whole joke is that, you know, she was flipping out on this guy for being a very typical guy and for what she thought was rewarding the luck of birth of physical beauty. But he actually could not have even, she couldn't, he couldn't even tell that that woman was more beautiful than Jennifer Tuckerman because he was gay. Is that true though? Like, can, can, can gay men not tell what a beautiful woman is as opposed to an ugly woman? I think that, in general, gay men can tell what a beautiful woman is. And that in many cases, they have, like, 99% female blindness. Where they'll just be like, I don't know. They all, all white people look alike, you know, or all... This is whatever the, the group that you're, like, don't care about and don't... whatever. You know what I mean? I'll tell a couple quick stories about this. I was at a friend's wedding... I was sitting at a table with a bunch of the bride's friends mm -hmm. and they were talking about my friend, the groom's older brother, who is gay. And they were like, I, I keep introducing myself to him and he does, he never remembers who I am. And I kind of laughed and I wanted to be like, it's probably because he's really gay and he has like a gay selective memory female face. Like you're just not, you're not going to be like his hag or anything like that. You're just like his brother's friend. You're all the same woman. You know, yeah. you can't tell you apart. You know, I had a friend who every single time we'd go out, he would see our friend Megan. And I was like, that's just any girl who has vaguely red hair and glasses. I was like, she looks, the woman's a foot taller than Megan. You know what I mean? Like, they just would look nothing like her. And he's like, he's like, no, that's, that's gotta be her. <laughs> if it's not her, it's her twin, like separated at birth. And it would clearly be a woman that looks nothing like her. Except for that she sometimes had vaguely reddish hair and glasses, you know. Okay, so... What did you think of the queer characters in I Feel Pretty? Hmm. I think they were good, just like, I guess, off character. But, like, it wasn't very, like, representative of anything other than the fact that, oh, yeah, like, gay people exist. And that's it. And they had nothing... There's got to be a Bechdel test about gay people or something like that. Mm. They served no purpose except to then suddenly be... You know, the joke was that clearly, mm. you know, it yeah. could not have been rewarding beauty because they could not discern it yeah. because they were so gay. Them being gay was mostly just a punchline 
for that movie. And and not even about them being gay, but just like an easy way to be like, she's wrong. Yeah, Although, she, yeah. she's exaggerating all these things that's, that yeah. are happening. But she in that scene, she was a villain. Like, she had a few items. Th- that other woman had, I think, legitimately one item, which you can let someone skip. And Amy Schumer's character had a few items, one of which I believe, again, was alcohol. And she also, if I recall correctly, looked like bloody hell. Mm-hmm. It would not be crazy that you know someone might not be kindly to her. This one time, a supermarket story, there's a Panda Express inside, what's that supermarket in LA? The Pavilion? Pavilions. And we were going there, and there was a... Like a, a hobo-style gentleman eating a, sa- a sandwich at the front where the Panda Express, where one would begin to get one's Panda Express, you know? And he was eating uh, also milk out of a carton, which he was pouring very ineffectively into his mouth and very effectively also onto the counter. And the Panda Express people barely registered him. I was like, how often does this happen at this pavilion? Oh the, the Panda Express people, they flipped out on me more because I didn't show my coupon or like <laughs> my receipt coupon early enough. They're like, we do this at the first register, then you just pay at the second one. And I was like, I've never been to here before. But, you know, that that was really, really beyond the pale for them. But... The hobo that was you know, doing lines of milk off the counter was totally acceptable. It's one eleven. Make a wish. Okay. Okay. So, were you surprised that there were no other queer characters in this movie? Did we we saw her at work, right? She worked in fashion. Mm-hmm. There must have been some queer people in mm-hmm. in this fashion company. They barely showed any guys. Yeah. And then the one dude was like the super handsome, like straight dude. The the, the wealthy scion to the Leclerc family, fortune, fame, or or whatever this family was, right? Was it Leclerc? Lily Leclerc. Lily Saint Clair. No, no. It's you not Saint Clair. You're just thinking of Blair Saint Clair. Oh, I am thinking about Blair Saint Clair. You Saint Clair trick ass hoe. Anyway, the scion of this family, sure, so you figure he's not gay, but everyone else in the fashion company and room, there must have been someone that just seemed gay, but how come we didn't remember, we're not remembering it? There must have been like someone in reception that was a guy that just seemed overly gay, no? No, because she was a receptionist and she kept turning away women or overly straight dudes. Yeah. Huh. Well, maybe we're remembering it incorrectly. I guess someone can disabuse us of this but it might be a fashion company where no gay men worked this isn't like what is it called by your name where everyone comes out and they're like i'm gay too <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh call me by your name how how even to approach i feel pretty a movie that i think trades pretty heavily on ideas that people have about what we expect from women and then what we think of women and then what women believe is expected of them a very a very amy schumer idea of a way to approach a story in comedy but then 
she never actually got thin, you know? She yeah, is she didn't. She just like she had it inside her all the time the whole time. Like, oh I eat like this, but then I work out like this. So I can have a body exactly like this, which is perfect. Yeah. Some some of those jokes I thought were cute. Like when she's like, I can eat whatever I want and the other ones like, yeah. And but I those still look cute. like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but those jokes were cute for sure. I like those. Could this movie also apply to to queers? To queer ideas, you know, like the idea of trying to attain perfection, self-esteem issues. Yes or no? Is Amy Schumer one of us? No, she's not. Amy Schumer is not a gay man. Right, but I mean, I I was being a little bit figurative. No, I don't think... It's not about her being queer. It's about if the same kind of struggle identity can stand in with the template that she's given us, you know, if we if we lay that on top of it. And I'm not asking if Amy Schumer is, like, a gay man, or even if she's part queer. But I don't know. I mean, she seems like the kind of, like, get yeah, kind of trashed and, like, be sloppy and make out with whomever's around. <laughs> Is that weird that I'm like, you know, possibly, not that I'm bad-mouthing her because I, I hope that, you know, when she's, you know, on her treadmill listening to this podcast, I hope that she doesn't think that I think that's a negative thing, that she would get, like, super sloppy she's and, like, make right out She's here right now, her. like, rolling her eyes. She's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> LP, LP. Uh, but I feel like, you know, that's just kind of how she seems, like, and I think that'd be kind of fun. Like, I think it'd be weird if she never did that, you know? I'd be, like, imagine if we were like, oh, man, Amy Schumer is really square. She had an uh, appropriate adult amount of wine with dinner. She <laughs> didn't make out with anyone of the same gender. You know, I just, you know, not that I'm expecting her to be crazy, but I just wouldn't be surprised. And I would be surprised if she were the opposite. Mm-hmm. But does that mean that's association with queerness? That is not what I was saying. <laughs> queerness. I was saying if one can associate the struggle with those ideas, you know, do do you feel like you have to look perfect, Leo? In the gay community, there is a high pressure to have a certain type of body type. Because and to have a gay face, and to there's be young. pressure to have a gay face. I'm just young. teasing segment two, and um, to be young. Yeah, I know it's tough, but I finally I've become young after all, <laughs> I was pressured into yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and it happened. You know, if you want it bad enough, I believe you can make it happen. No, but like gay death is a thing that happens to a lot of people. That's like what what is the age of gay? We were talking about this out. What is the age of gay death? I personally wouldn't know because I don't go to clubs and I don't know what. Ooh, so gay death only happens at clubs. I never go to clubs to avoid gay death. Okay, good, good theory. Because gay death has a different a different age limit depending on where you are. Gay death at a supermarket could maybe be, depending on how attractive you are and what's in your cart, anywhere from, you know, 32 to 48, you know? Whereas gay death at like a discotheque, probably 24, 26, you know. Gay death at a library, 88. <laughs> <laughs> True. Oh my gay, God. Gay, gay death at an opera. Oh, a million, about a thousand. <laughs> gay death at an, uh, an architecture firm. <laughs> an architecture firm. Yeah, well, you know, I just figure. So we've decided in part one that Amy Schumer oh. is not gay. She's not. She's not officially gay, you know. Yeah, as far as we know. Yeah, and she did get straight married, 
So there's that. So she she kind of pretty heavily chose a side, I'd say. Oh man, this one time I had this job. Were you there actually when uh, when <laughs> when our friend was describing how he's bisexual, but then he's engaged to a man, mm-hmm. and then the other party was like, "Oh no, well that means that you're gay," and he's like, "But." If I still like both, he's like, yeah, no, but no, now you chose. He's like, you're not, you're not anymore. He's like, now you chose. He had lots of like views that I found like funny in a, in a somewhat troubling way, but (laughs) okay. So moving on from I feel pretty is part two, a show that we watched based on the billboard and based on the billboard, we have been calling it for weeks, gay face family. It's the show Champions. It's about a father who finds out that he has a son who is 15, half Indian, openly, clearly gay. And then he also lives with his brother and his brother seems gay and also has a gay face on the billboard as well as the young kid. And they run a gym together in Brooklyn, a struggling gym in Brooklyn. And it also has another gay icon, Fortune Famester, in it. So I feel like it is pretty heavily making a choice. I mean, we based on the billboard, did, when I kept calling it Gay Face Family, did you think that the show was going to be about gay characters? Yeah, I mean, like, I saw the billboard and you saw the billboard and you mentioned a couple of things. And so based on their faces, you were like, this show called Champions on a big network will be about gay characters? Like, it will, like, have main gay characters. Main gay characters. Leo, what about you? I actually did not. I just thought they were going to be, like, regular people because I... I Like, regular people. Okay. We could unpack that sentence, but... Mm-hmm. Unpack it. Select just it kidding. On. Just kidding. It so you thought... Little pieces. You thought what would be like regular people, that the main characters would be regular people, a.k.a. not queer, or that you thought that... What? Basically, right? You didn't think it was solely going to be about... Yeah. Because it's pretty much about the, that the kid is gay and that he's like new to this family unit or whatever. And they lean into it pretty hard. This kid is fabulous. The, the, the kid is honestly a great actor and he's super funny, but he is never not being 100,000% sassy with his eyebrows flying all over the place, kicking up a little tornado with how much he's swishing his like head around. I, I think the kid is great, but also how do you feel about the show? What's your initial reaction? Leo. My initial reaction to the show is that, I don't know, you don't know. Okay. Leo has no initial reaction to the show. Leo, what's your secondary reaction to the show? You think about that while Israel answers, and then we'll get back to it. Israel, do you think that this is an honest representation of a queer character? I don't know, like, especially a young, like, queer character. Like, it's kind of hard to say that all, like, gay kids or, like, most, like, gay kids are going to be, like, this fun boy. If anything, it kind of shows lack of discipline. Slash over-the-top things happen because of lack of supervision. So you're saying this show has bad parenting? Maybe that's not the only factor that contributes to this character. And so overemphasizing it as that through the acting can be, I don't know. When we first checked out the show, the pilot was not available. We still haven't seen the pilot episode. We've seen every other episode. No, we never saw it. I found it suspicious. I, I truly believed that they were trying to suppress the pilot. 
And then it turns out that they, they've taken away two more when they've added two new episodes. So my, my conspiracy theory about the pilot being, you know, offensive or, or my idea that perhaps they knew the show was going to get picked up, but the pilot just had to demonstrate the world and the relationships. And so it was like a little clumsy and or that they decided to change the manner in which the kid came into their lives or something after they'd already shot it. And they were like, oh, we can't show it. But since that, that theory doesn't count, so... It's likely not true. Leo, what are the odds that that conspiracy theory is true? Mm, it could go either way because we've mentioned I have not seen this trailer and I have no idea what it's like. It seems like at the beginning of the second episode, a lot of stuff has happened that you're supposed to know. Oh, I just moved in and like we met yesterday and they talked like they've known each other forever. Even though we, yeah. we presumably he just found out about the kid because I can't remember at the beginning of the show they it's were, unclear yeah and he tried to keep the kid hidden for a while yeah. which seemed very bizarre if he just found out about it I guess he needed to process it but it does seem a bit bizarre especially because living with him and it seems like such a family establishment this champion's gym in Brooklyn big grief but everything in Brooklyn's expensive now isn't it? I don't know never been never been oh you've gotta go just kidding just kidding <laughs> We've got bigger bees here. Bigger bees? Yeah, whatever. All right, so do you think the kid has a gay face? He has an exaggerated face. He has an exaggerated face. Like, that was a trick question. Like, like, definitely. Face, yeah. Like his eyebrows are very exaggerated. Some of his features are very strange. We, we said this a whole bunch at the beginning of the show as well, that we thought he looked like an old lesbian woman. Yeah, for sure. And like the lighting show is so weird. That's why it does that. His eyebrows are crazy. They're great, no? Mm-hmm. They're very expressive. But that, that's it. Like, they probably draw them on and stuff, right? For you sure. think? I don't know. Fill them in. If they draw them on, that makeup person should win a technical Emmy. <laughs> and if they don't draw them in, his yeah. eyebrows should get their own show. Oh, no. <laughs> Pitching these ideas to what, NBC? For your consideration, tech Emmys, <laughs> please consider the gay face family... Is it wrong that I called that billboard gay face family? Leo, yes or no? Is it wrong that I did that? Definitely not. Oh, okay. I like that. Because the people seem like they were chosen to portray that it's going to be a show about queer characters, like we've said. So... So since since they were cast for having gay face, we can refer to their gay face. Because, yeah, because it's appropriate. Okay. And Did I mean, like, I would say it's a valid question to bring up. Is there a certain, like, face that the entertainment industry is going for to represent a community? I don't think it's that they go for a certain face to represent it. I think it's that people see certain characteristics as being a gay face. And so then they're like... Oh, and this guy, like, has a real gay face. He has gay face. Like, there's some people that I'm like, I can't imagine they would play a straight character. I get it. They're leaning into it. Do you think that the uncle character will be revealed as gay? He does lots of things that make one question. Uh, the brother? Yeah, the brother. Yeah, for sure. For sure, but do you think that he will officially be a gay character? Yeah. And do you think that he will become gay? during the show as an arc or do you think that it will just kind of somewhat between casually and you know with import be revealed that he has always been or for some time has been living queer 
They're going to just be revealed. Be revealed? Leo, do you concur? I do concur. Really? Same exact methodology with the revelation. Yeah, because it seems like this show didn't seem like it made a big deal about this kid being gay. So I feel like one of the things that it's going to do is treat its gay characters like it's not a big deal. Okay. All right. And and do you think they've made anything big deal so far about being gay? I mean, he was talking about men's health this last episode. That's true. He, he tried to have the ta- a gay version of the talk. Yeah, and that was like a good thing to bring up, especially within parenting, I guess. So do you think that's good? Because I felt like they were playing it for creepy laughs. Like being like, look at how inappropriate it is for this man to have researched weird like gay stuff. And like the kid as well was trying to duck under the cover of being like, I'm a little boy, like look at me. Like I would never think about these things to avoid the situation and like was forced into it more. So I I felt like they were playing it and then almost creepy gallows way hmm. I, I i thought it was to be honest with you i thought it's yeah sad. like of course like at one point the kid goes and says because he wants to he's trying to get out of this situation he goes that that's why i'm just gonna ask a closeted art teacher mm-hmm. well the old-fashioned way right yeah and that joke also i think struck us all as inappropriate when it happened yeah, because well, how old is he? He's like he looks well. He looks young, but I think in the show he he's like 15. is fifteen. Yeah, yeah. So it's like super inappropriate for him to say that. Why do you believe it's inappropriate for him yeah. to say that? Do you think that his character has been genuine, regardless of whether he meant it or not? He said something that pertains to like basically molest- molestation to a certain level. You know. He is saying that the person who will help him navigate this water is someone that is living a, a concealed, hidden, secret life that will, like, you know, show him something secretly, possibly, like when he reveals this this joint secret. How many writers do you think the show has? And regardless of that number, to be honest, the question is, what percentage of this show's writing staff slash creative team do you feel is queer? And I mean officially queer, not Jennifer Tuckerman getting plastered and making out with another chick at a party i mean like legitimate like you'd be like well you know sure i like, this yeah, is my I, my partner and the same. Go on, like queer panels and do this or, or you know or you've, you know it might be private for you but you dated someone right. of the same gender for a long time or an ongoing time something you know a little bit more serious than like the jennifer tuckerman style <laughs> you know whatever she's doing in the tabs these days so what was the question leah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> think about Jennifer Tuckman being what? No, it's no. not the question. But oh, yeah, I know. I'm trying to backtrack. Jennifer Tuckerman was part one. Now we're talking. Wait, was it Jessica Tuckerman? <laughs> no, you kept saying Amy Schumer. It's Amy Schumer. I know it's Amy Okay. You kind of the question we were, we were talking about how the kid said that he wanted to be molested by an art teacher. Basically, right. And I'm saying like what? Okay. So the question now, as you've had me remember it, is what percentage of the writing team slash creative oh, crew are queer? I think it might be a low percentage. What's but what's low because low what you consider low for this might be high for someone else. Israel, what about you? Can you give it a number? I would say thirteen. 13, that is low. Leo, what's yours? Because here's the thing. Are the whole crew or just the writers? No, 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 just the writers and the creative content team because the... Uh, the, the, Maybe... 
Because then I was thinking the whole crew and everything. I think that there's many people in the crew whose queerness wouldn't necessarily have that the much of an impact. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like the, I don't think you'd be the like, oh, boy is gay. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that queer gaffer. Like, look at this. Look at this beautiful light. So I just mean the writers and the creative. Well, I was thinking team. maybe like they would have what four writers. I, I don't know. We could we could but look maybe, at the pilots more. I would say maybe only one of them is queer. Yeah. Before writers, but let's say there's a, a few other producers and a few producers above that and a few people who just have input on the show. So a handful more people than that. I was going to guess a third. Leo, you said a low number. He said 13. I, I said 33. It, I feel like it'd just be one. No, I said maybe 24. 24. So it got bumped up when we got rid of the like uh, the roughnecks yeah. and the, you know. The heavies from from <laughs> yeah 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 uh, okay I get you I see I see but still we think that this show even though the billboard basically was taunting us is this show all about these people's gay faces because it was called Champions which also kind of gives this idea of you know social justice champions champion for gay rights these ideas what kind of champions and then made it seem like the kid was a star and they were like his managers they were show dads raising this son the gay son that they're making act that's also a good point this show makes the brother and the kid's dad seem very like a like like it's a ready-made gay couple yeah for this kid and they as a gay couple surely have an odd couple like a felix uh and whatever (laughs) felix and unger thing going on but the biological father the the anders home character is clearly somewhat uncomfortable about his son, like he's it, very uncomfortable. Well, you think he was? He took down one of his posters because he felt like it was too sexy, and replaced it with one of a girl who was dressed as a boy. Well, she was dressed as Peter Pan. So you think that the father is uncomfortable with? Yes, he specifically showed that by flipping out about his son having a sexy poster of a guy. That's what sparked the whole talk that he had to have with him because he was like, oh, I have to make sure that he is doing things properly or whatever because he felt, like, protective of him, you know? Do you think the show is headed in a bad direction if they lean into the father's discomfort with his son's queerness? Or do you think he's going to have to get over it pretty quickly? Or they go the opposite direction. He embraces it too goofily, you know, to the point where it's like, oh, okay, calm down. I think he's going to struggle with it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to make a deal out of it, especially because it seems like the uncle very much so just like gets on the side with the kid. And he's like, oh, yeah, you want to like do this show? Let's do it. And then puts like full force effort into it and like kind of ends up being like a second child for the brother at some times because he's like so annoying yeah (laughs) he says things that are like so horribly dumb exactly he tells in the most recent episode all the other employees of the gym that he gets paid more for doing less work Mm -hmm. and everyone flips out and they call nepotism on his brother do you think they're playing too hard the he's one of these unbelievably dumb characters from tv unreasonably dumb with some of the things he does and says yes i find that he at times doesn't seem like an actual real person 
Um, he, they seem out of place yeah, in the real world. Incredibly dumb. Literally cannot believe that he would have survived in life as far as he has. Harboring these nonsense beliefs. Yeah. Or interpreting the stimuli of the world around him as he is shown to do. I always think that it's weird when shows do that because in some ways they paint themselves into a corner. They show them be dumb so they have to be like more and more dumb and more outlandish, more and more over the top ways to the point where the character is not doing anything realistically. And you're just like, no human could interact with their surroundings like this. And it takes me out of it a little bit personally. Yeah. We'll do a special episode on on TV's dumbest characters. Oh. Who would you put on your list? Let's try and th- like brainstorm. Who would you put on TV's dumbest characters? Some of them are beloved, though. Like, you know, from, from Parks and Rec. Pinky. Pinky, sure. From Parks and Recreation, you know, Chris Pratt's character, Andy, was like amazingly stupid but also so lovable and like lots of those jokes landed really well a lot so he's not one where i think it's bad there there are definitely some where it's like oh they're too oh, dumb john yu is dumb and it's hilarious <laughs> yeah it's from big place yeah so he he's an example of a dumb character who's sometimes the dumb jokes are too dumb and i'm like he truly wouldn't believe that and sometimes they're like fantastic commentary on like what their idea of let's be honest florida trash is you know and that's funny as well there are a couple where i'm like he wouldn't really say this or no one could really do this but you know who else is a dumb character from tv skylar from breaking bad (laughs) just kidding she's for a a different special episode We we don't need to bring it up right now but We'll get back to our dumb guys list later. Let's continue talking about gay face family. Let's really get in there. Mm-hmm. We've gotten all over their face already. Okay. Is the kid hot, Israel? Go. No. Ooh. You say no. That's no. so rude. No. He's he's right now, he's on his treadmill listening to this podcast with a, a tear sashaying crazily down his eye, his mascara headed everywhere. He just seems like he's a little kid and he needs to grow into his look. I mean, he's a he cute kid. He's a, he's a totally cute like, little kid. Yeah, yeah but like his, his like eyebrows and like features are like so crazy. He needs to grow into his eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what you're saying. I gotcha. What if he has a really, like, rough puberty? Like, if he he goes through a mega ugly phase, can that happen? Or it's more difficult when you're on TV. Anyone. That's puberty. Yeah. Can't stop that shit. Really, it could happen to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who it hasn't happened to already. But but don't you think it's less likely to happen if you're on a TV show? If they if they photograph you every day, there's no way your body could just transform and make you an uggo. I just don't think it could happen. No, it's happened. For sure, one million percent. There's like a lot of, especially in Disney shows, because they always are using kids who are close to puberty. So like in between the show, they get so disgusting, they have to cancel the show. And Disney sometimes makes those really bold choices. Like they're like, oh, look at this kid, you know, like look at these crazy features. Yeah, with like, you know, crazy bright (laughs) copper red hair, you know. 8,000 freckles, you know, or whatever, whatever it is. So sometimes they, they go really hard in a direction, and then the kid has, like, a rough puberty, and it's kind of like petition to shoot the show in low def. <laughs> I honestly forget what we were talking about. Gay we're face talking family. Gay face family. Oh, okay. And his gay face with his crazy eyebrows. Is he hot? Oh, no, that was a trick question. Everyone was supposed to attack me for what they assumed was my sexualizing of a child. When it, it was a trick question to see if it was even appropriate for you to respond 
about a child's attractiveness level. We, we, we brought it up, I feel like. I, I, th- I think you like did. He needs to grow up. Yeah, yeah I mean, like he said that our teacher joke was kind of a little going too yeah. far. Yeah. Like, you don't have to go up to that area. I'm just making a point that even if I say something that seems inappropriate, the actual intent is to challenge our ideas of what we're discussing, how we're allowed to discuss it, what is humor, Mm-hmm. What is space? He, he, you here's another thing. Space? That in this Gay Face Family show, it's like a friendly show, right? With fun characters who are like just like doing nonsense that's not really important. You yeah, know? They like they're cuss. going about the regular day lives. But they're sneaking in some very dark jokes, we find. Like, for example, this joke about the art teacher. And then they say weird things. Like, for example, the brothers were like, oh, we might have to get divorced as brothers. Oh, that makes it seem teacher so weird. Was like, or the person that was back, like, getting angry at them was like, oh, y'all should go, like, what should she say? Like, go, um... She walked in, and, and she was like, you guys should go do something, like, like jack off or something. Something sexual to each other. It was like yeah. a sexual reference. Gotcha. Kind and, of. and they're brothers, so that's a little yeah. bit gross, I guess. Yeah. Do you think in this kind of a regular world environment... Is it more shocking to suggest someone do something gay or is it that is it incestuous or is it just the fact that it's both like, oh, it was already gross because it was incest, but now it's gay as well, you know? Yeah, I, I think definitely that's part of it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's both. Like, even like yeah. the correlation of both like ends up being closer to people's brains if they actually believe in I'll ask you something, and you tell me what you think normal, what we'll call normal straight society thinks or feels. I'll, I'll say sentence, you say if it's true or false. Gay people are smart. Hmm. I, that, that is a statistic that sometimes shows up, but it's because there's actually a, a theory. I learned about it in my geography class. Some guy had the theory that basically places that are accepting to gay people get rich because gay people are smart. But it could also be the other way around, that yeah. these societies are, like, open-minded and therefore yeah. they flourish and therefore they also happen to accept homosexuality. These are probably in, like, neighborhoods of higher affluence yeah. with white people, so they're, like, white gay people. And also, gay people tend to live in more expensive places because... They don't have kids sucking up their, their expendable <laughs> income. Yeah, but also the more expensive places are more accepting or of homosexuality. Big cities for example. Yeah, but you don't really get to choose to be in the neighborhood that treats you the best just because you're gay. It's just because you also happen to have money. Yeah. But then you, you, you find it. Okay. What about this? Gay people are loud. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a thing that people for say. Sure. For sure. My roommate uh, last year said that this one time this gay dude like started hitting on him. And I, like, kind of slid his hand against him. And then, like, he got hella mad at the gay dude. And, like, yelled at him and, like, threw a drink on him or whatever. Wait, is your roommate gay? No. No, not this one right now. The one last year. Okay. Because I was, like, I was like, I thought your roommate right now was gay. And that seems like a strange reaction. But th- but that that's not not about them being loud. That's about them being, like, rapey. Which is also <laughs> a different yeah, thing, basically. But, but that is but, also like, he would always that. talk about them being loud. And yeah. And being, like. Yeah, it's a very strong stereotype that pe- people have. I'll be honest. I thought you guys were going to respond in the affirmative really quickly. And you guys, it seemed to pause for a while. I, I guess it's because you were really thinking about it or, or what? 
I just forgot what the question was. I was like, <laughs> what was I supposed to say? Here I thought you were just like really trying to like question critically, like do they find me people at, but you forgot the question. I was just reiterating the information to myself. Okay. Gay people are silly or frivolous. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of like example, like, like for example, um, uh, what's his name? The guy with the crazy hair. Who was a Phil Spector? Ex- no, the, he was a exercise instructor. Simmons, Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons, Simmons for example, a lot of his stuff he'd be like super energetic and like his 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 class that he thought of, like his was his brand was being loud yeah. and shrill and loud. Like he'd always show up on talk shows wearing short shorts and like shouting. Yeah, true. That's like what white feminists usually love. They're like, oh, like so like happy and like silly and doing all these crazy things. Yeah, to entertain me and share. Yeah, like and, like they treat him like a ventriloquist dummy and where where do you think that comes from i i think that on some level it comes from some ingrained thought that because their relationships are not quote-unquote normal that they are lesser and especially because if they can't produce offspring that their lives are less important and more frivolous so then anything that they do or like concern themselves with also carries this like ingrained frivolity because they can't participate fully in life is there like worldview and mentality i think that that is a ingrained reason why you know heteronormative straight normie culture would find queerness silly or frivolous on a certain gut level they find that those relationships are less valid and that the that they possibly could not come to literal fruition are less valid that they they are not fully participating in the human experience. No, because I feel like there's plenty of straight people that don't have that reaction initially. Right, right. I'm just saying that that's a, one reason why it could be. You know, like why 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 that idea of the frivolity or like the silliness, these silly queens, you know, could come from. I'm I'm just saying. I I don't think, of course, that it applies to all or etc all white straight people many of whom are lo- there are good people on both sides of this of white straight people yeah i just mean like for sure there's like people that can't seem to change their like view on it and it's like oh it seems like ingrained since like the start rules there's plenty of things that you can lift off that won't change in someone and it's not because of its uh, human innateness did you like my uh timely trump nazi rally reference I did not catch that. Uh, I said that there were good people on both sides of the issue. Uh, good, good white people on both sides of the issue. <laughs> anyway, okay, we, we can continue playing this game later. Let's do a few last words on I Feel Pretty, Gay Face Family, and we'll say, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know, the band play them out. Mm-hmm. So, overall, did you enjoy saying I Feel Pretty? Yeah, I did. It's yeah. funny. I yeah, same. A t- totally solid comedy, had lots of fun ideas, lots of good ideas, lots of cute scenes, lots of heartwarming moments. I thought that, you know, her character was nice in that she didn't, like, leave Wheat Thin, whom she seemed into, for, like, this rich, like, dashing guy. She let herself have, like, a fantasy date with him for a moment, but she was still kind of true to the person that she had already decided that she was yeah. with, you know? Yeah. 
even though she clearly had been lusting after is like, like rich like dude and like, that, like that, guy's, that, that guy specifically also like she knew everything about him yeah. and she like, had been following him on page six for her sense. entire life and so overall yeah sure I'm, I'm glad we saw it and the price was right gotta love that movie pass movie pass brought to you by movie pass Maybe movie pass. Although we already have movie pass, so you know what? Forget that fake movie pass ad because we can't even get anything from them. We're already customers. Good grief! I'm just making this ad longer. Mm-hmm. All right. And then Gay Face Family. Do you like that we watch Gay Face Family? I feel like it has some good moments sometimes, but overall, its humor is sometimes can be a bit off. Yeah, it's for striking sure. sometimes. Like- how, how many of the jokes land, what percentage of their jokes land in a way where you're like, oh, you know what, the, I'm glad we're watching Gay Face Family. For one me, it's like two episodes. Really? I was going to be like one out of eight. Like one out of eight. I'm like, oh, that's like a, a droll enough line or, or like the kid is like flail is so hilarious. Like I'm, I'm into it. You know, Leo? I think I'm more, I, I, I personally am into the fortune character. But oh, like, like she's one of my least favorite characters in the show. Which one's that one? She is the woman. She's got like blonde, short, curly hair. She was a she was a guest judge on Drag Race one time. She's like a female comedian. What does she play? She she's like a a gym person. She she, she works trains people at the gym. Yeah, she's one of the trainers, and they often play the joke off of the fact that she does not look like a regular trainer at a gym because she does not have a body, which is the already standard idea yeah. of perfection. You know, I mean, she's like, like I I like her. In general, wow. I just her character is not my favorite character. I forget she's in the show, and I'm like, oh right, <laughs> she pops up. Yeah. My my least favorite character is that dad because he's he just seems awful at handling everything. Yeah, that's true. He's like, oh, I'm so good at this. I handled it so well, and especially when he first tried to have the sex talk. I was just like, oh my gosh. So yeah. Horrible. It is weird that both of them, the adult figure, the main adult figures from the core cast, are played for how ridiculously dumb they are. You'd almost be like, well, are they making the kid out to be like the moral and intellectual superior and center of the show? But no, the kid is over the top and he's like a bratty little kid because he's a little kid, you know? But then they've added that like ready-made gay thing to him. I've said before, but he does seem like a gay guy that works in your office that has like outlandish absurd opinions and the way they phrase everything you know and it's like it's gr- it's great don't get me wrong it's it's hilarious to have a fun gay guy at work you know but but also in the end like he ends up seeming like the total underdog like being kicked off of his own play as the lead but it's like possibly straight wonderkind who shows up who's a foot taller a whole bunch whiter he looks like he stepped out of like an Aryan youth poster (laughs) to come steal this kid's role and the role clearly was built for a child of half Irish half Indian descent whose name was O Patel you know which I I don't think is a popular name in Ireland (laughs) (laughs) and by God (laughs) okay what is a Begora anyway I don't know I don't know. I don't know. I know what a is. <laughs> what was that stick they were using in Adventure Time in this like past few episode where they were both like, get that stick out of your hands because they're, they're going to hit each other. Bimo was trying to hit it himself with that stick. What yeah. was it? Um, I think it might have been a shillelagh. 
Oh, right. Really? Maybe. I don't see the thing in question. Wait, let's, we're, we're off topic, though. We, yeah. we can do Adventure Time Never. So, what do we think then about... Like, no, we'll do Adventure Time when we do, like, a, a special episode on, on certain characters. Cartoons? Okay, Ooh. cartoons. That's going to be great, because... Steven Universe. Okay. Steven Universe. But... Is Steven Universe the queerest cartoon ever? Yes. Ooh, definitively. That 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 you answer quickly and immediately. Yes. Eight people loud and annoying you thought about. Yeah. Let let's do that for its own episode. Yeah, right. So for for right now, let's get back on topic. Let's outro this, say goodbye to episode three, and wish the people whatever we whatever our outro is. Do we have a cool out out message yet? Stay sucking. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, Gay Face Family, you know what? It's fine that we watch it. I totally forget that it exists when there are great shows that we've discovered recently, like Taskmaster. Yeah. You know, what can you see next to the sun supernova Really? It's Taskmaster is the Monet exchange, like a <laughs> lip sync to the whomever it was. I don't remember. Uh, you're no, it was like a mouthy PA. It was, it was, oh, um, it was either either Mayhem, Mayhem, Mayhem Miller, Miller, and also Bricks McGunty or whatever that oh. was. I don't know. Whoever thoughts on their face. Oh, uh, Rusty Ray Bottoms. Dusty Ray Bottoms. Dusty Ray Bottoms. Yeah, Rusty Day Bottoms, right? Dusty Ray Bottoms. No, but I think you originally said something of Rusty Day Bottoms. That'd be cool. That's like his evil version in Bizarro World. It's Rusty Day Bottoms who comes, or maybe it's Rusty Day Tops in the Bizarro World. Okay. Either way, Gayface Family. I don't think about it because there are shows like Taskmaster. Taskmaster, brought to you by Taskmaster. Okay. All right. Well, I think that ends this episode of uh, Talk Sucker. Again, if you uh, like the show, you know, send us a theme song. Uh, follow us on social media. Israel has eighteen Instagram accounts, yeah. one for each part of his naked body. <laughs> they are all worth following. Yeah. When I you follow them like, all together, you see oh, bodies you didn't know existed, you and it's fantastic. Ways of turning your body uh, you didn't even know could happen. You see eighteen different notices. That the same pictures were taken removed from every different account <laughs> but it's it's oh, worth following so. israel why, why don't you give the folks a tag and then where, where can we where can we see your body on instagram at i comma sadio at instagram. i comma sadio so i the word comma the last name sadio c as in sadio e comma like 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 a comma the letter but spelled out this possibly could have been a slightly confusing name that you picked you guys have a sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like it though. And then Leo is available on social media. I think Nowhere. I think only on Pokemon Trainer Club. He's available. Yeah. Oh, you can you can follow him on the Pokemon Trainer you Trainer Club. Him on summer. Yeah. You can no. add him on Summoner's War. <laughs> Ew. I know a guild. He needs Don't a tell him that. Don't and then I am not available on social media. 